we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for May 30th, 2022. <clears throat> and um, I'm going to go ahead and open us up with the uh, list of current event prayer points, which is just like a comprehensive list of a lot of the different things going on uh, right now. And uh, just prayer points for each of those. So I'll go ahead and open us up here. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for you to expose and destroy the great reset agenda worldwide designed to bring in the new world order. And for your divine intervention regarding the conflict in Ukraine, please protect the Christians, the innocent, the righteous in the Ukraine and the surrounding areas. And may this conflict be used to bring forth your truth and righteousness. We pray that every evil plan and scheme of, of evil will be exposed and destroyed regarding this war. And to expose and destroy the COVID-19 agenda worldwide with all of its big brother agendas like DNA defiling, graphene oxide filled parasite ridden nanotech laden vaccinations from Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca and others. And for the stoppage and the eradication of all contact tracing programs, forced mask wearing, social distancing mandates, lockdown and quarantine mandates and the and the implementation of the COVID-19 digital passports and for God's judgment and destruction to be upon the vaccine and medical cartels perpetuating this evil to be exposed and to just be destroyed and to thwart any deep stag false flag attacks in order to blame anti-vaxxers Christians and gun owners regarding the body of Christ we pray for strength endurance courage guidance favor divine providence foreknowledge and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day we praise you instructed in Luke 10 2, that the Lord of the harvest, that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. We pray for the destruction of CERN and all other 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide and the destruction of all D-wave quantum computers and for the eradication of every wicked portal or doorway these devices and all witchcraft taking place in the universe have opened and for all dark matter that they have created that it would be destroyed and for the reversal of every mandela effect that they have produced we pray lord god regarding cern that every single aspect of that wicked particle collider be annihilated lord be destroyed it doesn't matter lord how many times they try to put it back together i just pray god for your divine intervention we lose legions of angels if necessary lord god to destroy that wicked device we pray for the destruction of the wicked plans of this current evil American political administration and for the fear of God to be upon both Democrats and Republicans. And if they will not repent of their wickedness, that God would hedge up their way with thorns and have them in total confusion and that they would turn on each other and devour one another and against every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness. And for the destruction of the Chinese Communist Chinese Party plans for taking over America, Mexico and Canada, <clears throat> for the eradication of groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa. For the diverting of any incoming asteroids or meteors that might hit earth for god's intervention regarding the second amendment and the disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in the u.s and elsewhere for god's intervention regarding the coming food war food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide <clears throat> for the stoppage of all u.n troops already in america and elsewhere for god's intervention regarding all weather warfare to destroy crop yields and create famine and water shortages for God's intervention regarding wildfires caused by directed energy weapon attacks and all the wicked plants surrounding this to be destroyed. <clears throat> for the defense, protection, and victory of all Christians worldwide, especially the persecuted and all targeted individuals worldwide. For the eradication of all uh, pandemic plagues worldwide. For the destruction of the exploding GMO weaponized tick and mosquito populations everywhere. 
for the stoppage of the illegal alien terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming up through the U.S. southern and northern border for stoppaging the exposure of the Latin American, Chinese, Russian, and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America and elsewhere for the destruction of the 5G and 6G radiation sources and the thousands of satellites being launched sending intense microwave radiation over the entire Earth specifically for God's judgment on the companies of SpaceX, OneWeb, T-Telesat, AST and Science, OmniSpace, Amazon, and EarthNow and for the physical protection of our families and animals from these EMFs that they're putting out for all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against all their freedoms being taken away. For the destruction of the 501c3 clergy response teams being activated in America to betray and destroy the Christians and that they would be exposed. <clears throat> we pray against the slaughter of Christians worldwide. And for the eradication and the exposure of all pedivore, pedopredator, and all child sex trafficking networks like Protasia and Nambla. We pray for the destruction of all adrenochrome harvesting complexes worldwide and for the rescue of all the children imprisoned in these satanic torture centers. And for the destruction of the LGBTQ movement and against the normalization of all child molestation and sexualization of teens, children, and babies. For the protection of all infants, children, teenagers, and adults caught in these evil networks. For the eradication of all adult and child pornography, bestiality pornography, snuff film sources and businesses. For the Supreme Court to overturn Roe versus Wade. For the eradication of all abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood centers worldwide and the stripping of all powers of witchcraft from their owners and employees. For the eradication of all witchcraft being done worldwide to try to bring in more evil death and destruction. Against the internet kill switch implementation. For the destruction of the plans and wickedness of high level politicians everywhere. For the destruction of the mandatory vaccination mandates being implemented and, the truth, and that the truth would come out regarding them. For the destruction of the wicked factions of the modern medicine, the pharmaceutical and vaccine industries. For the masses to get saved and have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth. We pray against the full implementation of the Real ID in 2023. And for the stoppage of the South African genocide of whites and the genocide of blacks in, America, in Africa. For God to neutralize and stop the Fukushima nuclear radiation contamination and nuclear radiation reactors breaking down worldwide. For the canceling of any Big Brother draconian changes taking place worldwide, against further vote rigging in the elections everywhere. <clears throat> for stoppage and the exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, and Canada. For the eradication worldwide of all plain deep state and Muslim false flag events everywhere. For the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, NEXRAD, Doppler, ultrasound, weather manipulation, and NASA blast wave accelerators. For the destruction of all wickedness being perpetuated by Hollywood, Netflix, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and all the tech giants and dominant streaming content producers. For the destruction of any non-human entities that walk among, defile, exploit, murder, and infiltrate humanity. For the pop culture, rock, rock and rap music industry to be eradicated. For the eradication of the Vatican Pope and Catholicism and that the Catholics would be saved. For the destruction of the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati. For all satanic ritual abuse and MKUltra mind control victims that they be delivered, saved, protected from the satanic agenda that has been implemented against them. And for the wicked factions of the public universities and public school systems to be turned to righteousness. And for the Lord to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all COVID-19 vaccines, spike proteins, nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, graphene oxide, microchips, implants, luciferase, hydrogel, wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, prions, and parasites in or on our bodies and to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any other wicked things the globalist elite may have gotten into our bodies. And we loose legions of angels regarding all these prayer points to accomplish your will. We bind up every devil, demon, evil entity, or fallen angel 
that would try to hinder these petitions and command them to go where Jesus tells them to go and command that none can come to take their place. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray. Amen. Okay, so before we get into uh, the study, and I'm, I kind of had to, because uh, it's been a, uh, I'm a couple weeks behind here, still recovering kind of from that wisdom tooth extraction, just slow kind of healing, definitely turn the corner. Uh, energy is what I'm battling most right now. And I think it's, uh, you know, they use a lot of, uh, you know, Novocaine and numbing agents. I'm not, I hadn't been to a, an MD or been on any kind of prescriptions for over 25 years, I think. So I'm just, my, my system's just not used to it. And I'm not taking anything now, but initially when I had to, uh, I just think all that Novocaine and numbing agents and stuff, it's just, oof, it's heavy duty. And uh, I want to do, I, I will, I'm going to try to do a study, Lord willing, in the future about what I've learned regarding recovery, regarding pain management, natural things that you can do, ways you can detox. Um, some of them, you know, are, you know, super economical. And, um, <clears throat> my updated tooth protocol the 5g is definitely affecting people's bones and teeth it's causing osteoporosis uh it is i mean there's been studies that have been done what 5g does to our bones and teeth and the last few years i've never had more inquiries about teeth issues than almost any other health prop problem that i get inquiries about and I've got a revamped, updated tooth protocol, but it's going to take me at least probably one part to get through it. And right now, there's just too much breaking information. Um, again, I want to do another one on the, on the pain management. Things I've learned over this, it's been about three weeks since I had that one wisdom tooth extracted. And um, I really view it like I go through these things so that... <clears throat> Primarily, what's more important than my experience is what I can relay to my listeners so that they can benefit and what the Lord teaches me through all that. So um, I will try to get to that. It's just a matter of having enough really energy at this point to get through it. And um, <clears throat> uh, I do also think that this CERN thing, them cranking that up, uh that who knows what that could be causing the the world is absolutely going insane we're going to be looking at some of that today and devils and demons and evil entities are being loosed and unleashed and they're attacking us in every way shape and form ways that i'm sure we're not and this is why it's so important to stay close to the lord stay in prayer uh pray for you know the lord's protection of you and your families you know, praying Psalm 64 every day or some imprecatory prayer like it's Psalm 91. Um, <clears throat> putting on the full armor of God every day. You know, confessing, you know, your sins, getting right with God, staying in the word, praise and worship. And it kind of brings me to this, this uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if I've ever done this before, but I'm, I'm going to go ahead and play this. It's a hymn entitled, With Christ My Savior and My God. <clears throat> and um, I love this hymn um probably the biggest thing one of the biggest things i missed since you know leaving the whole 
Now that was a 501c3 church I was in at the time, Baptist Church back in Florida. Um, <clears throat> was I was in the choir, and oh man, I love this song. There's so many songs I do love, but um, I'm gonna go ahead and just go ahead and play this. And I kind of just set the tone for today. This is from a, a choir, a Baptist, little Baptist choir. And I'm going to go ahead and play this. Hebrews 4, 14 through 16. Seeing then that we have a great high priest that has passed into the heavens, Jesus, the Son of God, let us hold fast our profession. For we have not an high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted, like as we are, yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly under the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy, and find grace to help in time of need.
Isaiah 6, verses 1 through 3, says, In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw also the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the seraphims. Each one had six wings. With twain he covered his face, and with twain he covered his feet, and with twain he did fly. And one cried unto another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. So um, we have that. Amen. Praise the Lord. <clears throat> All I can really do when I hear that song is just bawl my eyes out. I posted the uh, lyrics, uh, a little link to the lyrics below that. <clears throat> okay, so I had to uh, stop there for a little bit to compose myself. <laughs> Get like so overcome with emotion. Oh, when I hear that song, I mean a lot of other hymns too, but. Um, this was on Steve Quayle's website uh, last night, and I think this is good. I think this is super good to um, to do. Uh, I haven't really announced one of these in a while, and it's entitled June first, uh, declaring a day of prayer and fasting. Now, June first is um, this Wednesday. You you might be hearing it after that point so i apologize apologize if that's the case but i i just learned about this last night <clears throat> and um it says god has directed me to call for a day of prayer and fasting and repent now i don't think this is steve quayle i think this is somebody that sent in a sent this in um <clears throat> a day of fasting and repentance this coming june 1st starting at midnight now what i will say about this is that if you want to, when it's wise, if you want to start your fasting, if you went to bed at 10, okay, the, the night before, you know, June 1st or whatever, you're, you know, that's when the fast starts. I, I wouldn't get too locked into, okay, it's got to be from midnight till midnight. Um, I think the Lord knows your heart. And, um, you know, if you go from, you got to bed at 2 a.m. that night and you went to 2 a.m. the next morning or whatever. However it works out for you. I think you get the point, though. Um, in whatever time zone you're in, this will be a day of natural, nat, national repentance and personal repentance for the people of God to call upon God. To pour out His Spirit upon His people is in the book of Acts with the release of the miraculous and supernatural gifting and pouring out of the Holy Spirit for the equipping of the saints in order to be able to stand and take back the ground that we who are redeemed of the Lord have been have yielded to the devil the promise of God's word being when the enemy comes in like a flood the spirit of the Lord shall raise up a standard against him uh, what to pray and I, I think you can add in also I, I added in the third point here because there was only two points and you know you can add in whatever you, if you want to add if you feel a lot convicted about CERN the, the particle because they just got that thing cranked up again and that was something that we had prayed a lot about and it took them three years to get it back online so i'd say that's 
that's pretty effective. And I'm not, I'm not just saying, I know there's other people praying about it, but I do believe that's what shut that thing down for three years where they weren't really able to use it. <clears throat> so if you feel convicted, obviously add in whatever your convictions are. But they're saying what to pray. Come against the plan to shut down the country and issue fuel and food rationing cards. Um, that is something they would definitely like to do. To And then to go house to house to seize all conservatives and gun owners and Christians under the guise of them being labeled terrorists. Now, I don't think that they're going to be able to implement that like in the next couple of weeks. I, I, I think they'd have to do a ton more in order to ever get to that point. But nevertheless we want to um, preemptively and this is why i have the, the prayer list that we just prayed i don't know no there, there may be one way more comprehensive online i don't know but i feel like and i i know you you can see like this last time i tweaked it a little bit more i'm trying to refine it make it better add to it um i think it's a pretty complete prayer list i'm sure there's stuff that's left out but um that's why i have that so it's a consistent thing that, that um, we can be doing. Not only when I'm just doing that particular, I rotated every third audio, but you can pray that with you or a group of people anytime you want. <laughs> anytime you feel convicted. Um, <clears throat> and also, um, you know, taking the Lord's Supper too, I think is important during um you know always and I, i've done teachings on that lord's supper you can key it in, in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com <clears throat> so to go um oh and then on my third point i added in for the lord jesus christ's name to be glorified and through these events many would be saved because ultimately at the end of the day we can pray for all these things to not happen but if People aren't getting saved, and if the Lord's name isn't being glorified, and if the fear of God is not falling upon people, I just feel like you could have a lot of these things happen, but nobody nobody being led to the Lord. Nobody fearing God. It's just prolonging things. Um, and we know that according to Revelation in Daniel and 2 Thessalonians 2 and Matthew 24 and a lot of other places in the Bible that um, there's going to be some tough times ahead, <clears throat> biblically speaking. All right, so let's go. Now we're actually, I'm going to get straight into the current events today because there's just too much that has to be covered because I haven't really done a teaching in a while. And um, I've got enough to probably do about Oh man, I don't even know. Probably about three teachings. I have enough content. <clears throat> the The biggest thing for me <clears throat> has been I don't want to get up here and and, and uh, have no energy to do a teaching. That I, I've got to have the proper amount of energy to actually get up here and do this. And that's been my biggest thing in the last few weeks. So, the Uvalid massacre, which was in Texas was a planned satanic freemasonic stand down operation to allow maximum carnage of children to enact gun confiscation in America. Law enforcement saved their own children while parents trying to save their children were pepper sprayed and handcuffed. This is where we're at here in America. 
where this insanity is going on. Mother trying to save children at Uvalade, and I, forgive me if I'm butchering that name, was handcuffed by federal marshals. Coward cops all had rifles slung over their shoulders, just pushing parents back instead of killing the killer. It only took an hour or two for the swamp rats, uh, for, for them to start calling for gun control after the Texas shooting happened. So, it's now 100% clear that the Uvalade mass shooting was a stand-down operation, meaning law enforcement was deliberately ordered to stand down so that the massacre could take place. The goal, gun control, of course. See, if they stand down the MK Ultra mind control slave, they've triggered flavor of the week person that's in there. That allows for maximum carnage to take place. And then there's more public outrage when they could have just went in there. Of course, they knew all this was going to happen. Okay. And we'll prove that. Uvalade, um, <clears throat> Uvalade police st stood outside while the parents urged them to go inside during the shooting declares the title of an article from the postmillennium.com a woman shouted go in there go in there she shouted at officers as the officers stood there and did not go into the school to intervene and prevent the carnage according to the ap the gunman was barricaded in a classroom for 40 minutes where he murdered 19 children two teachers now you could go and you could say oh yeah but that was a false flag too nobody got got killed okay i'm sure that that angle i've seen that angle out there already okay let's just the problem is, is that's not what's that's not what the people are reading. That's not what even is getting out to the mass public for consumption. Okay, even if that's the case, this is the narrative though that's actually being put out to the world. And um, obviously, if they stood down for forty minutes, that would allow maximum carnage in any kind of scenario like that. A father who lost a daughter in the massacre raised the idea. And I'm not saying there weren't any kids killed. I'm not saying that. I'm saying if you're of that thinking process, either way, this is out in the public purvey and um, uh, I'm, I'm going to just go more with the, the, the narrative that there were children killed. Okay. Um, the father who lost a daughter in the massacre raised the idea of charging in themselves without weapons while the police idly stood by. Uh, Charles... Xavier Sarez said, let's rush in because the cops aren't doing anything like they're supposed to. More could have been done. His daughter Jacqueline Cesares was killed inside. When he heard about the shooting, he raced to the school only to find officers standing outside. Unbelievable. We also have a story from the left-wing media outlet MSN declaring Uvalade police officer admits cops saved their own kids from the Robb Elementary School before stopping the shooter. That's great. A police officer admitted that the police went inside the school to save their children first rather than stop the shooter. The officer said there were some police officers' families trying to get their kids out of the school because it was an active shooter situation. The officer continued to talk about the situation while trying to justify the officers that went in to save their children initially. Video shows devastated parents pleading with officers to enter the school as the cries and screams of the children could be heard inside. So wait, the same cops who tackled parents pepper sprayed one dad and tackled the other parent to prevent them from going in there themselves. And they, I don't even think they even had weapons. They were just willing to go in and lay their life down for their children, which, you know, is a natural parental instinct. Um, but they just rushed in to save their own kids, the police, evidently. Uh, is this what law enforcement has become now, even in Texas? Now, I'm not indicting all law enforcement, obviously. This is a... Pre-planned, false flag event 
perfectly timed with all these other mass shootings, you know, to to bring in, you know, gun confiscation and the New World Order and their order out of chaos and Hegelian dialectic type of scenario. <clears throat> One of the most frustrating developments in all this is the fact that the Texas DPS spokesman, Lieutenant Chris Olivares, said in an interview that CNN was CNN that officers couldn't continue to pursue the suspect immediately because they could have been shot. That's a quote. They didn't pursue the suspect because they could have been shot? Are you serious? This was reported by the Epoch Times. That was a quote. That was an interview with CNN. What? By this standard, then all firefighters should just stand back and watch buildings burn down because if they try to fight fire with fire, they could have been burned. Well, I'm sorry, if they try to fight fight the fire, they could have been burned. If we're using the same logic as we could have been shot. Oh, it's better to have the little kids massacred. That's much better. And I suppose all military soldiers should should refuse to fight on the battlefield because if they enter the battlefield, quote, they could have received, they might be killed by artillery fire. Unbelievable. You get the point. This is absolutely insane. Then I had another um, longtime listener email me and they're just pictures and it shows um, just the Freemasonic aspect of um, a shooting in um, San Bernardino, California, and it, uh, the guy, the shooter, walked into a conference room, opened fire, and it shows him he's wearing, I, I think it's the shooter, he's wearing a Freemasonic symbol, Freemason hat. Uh, then there's another one at the Uvalade shooter, um, cars that were there, I don't know, um, it, I, th I believe it's in the parking lot, and there's a gigantic Freemasonic uh, square and compass uh, in the in the back window and then here's another one from a the santa fe shooting students say fire drill started five minutes before gunshots began there's a guy out there talking to everybody and he's wearing a literal necklace with these uh square and compass so it's just it's just one more aspect to the shooting the freemasons are so much of the time involved in these types of things and they're they're heavily involved in bringing in the new world order okay and um you know i just wanted to kind of you know touch on that then just another report i'm not even going to get into this another day another false flag shooting quick calls for gun control and it only took an hour or two for the swamp rats to begin calling for gun control after the texas shooting happened well obviously because it's all by design on purpose you know to, for that very thing then i had another listener comment and he said this was a setup 18 year old with a daniel defense ar-15 that caught cost 1500 plus dollars well, i saw another comment that said he had two of them I mean, this is a dude, from what I could see, was, like, dressing up as transgendered and a real weird, creepy dude that, like, kind of basement dweller that, you know, waste of life type of person. I'm sorry, but, you know, pretty much is. And the other the other commented, Ray, he had two of them, and, that, and with the ammo, that could have been over four grand, you know. But again, if if they're gonna if they're gonna carry out a mass shooting, if they're gonna activate an MK Ultra mind control slave, they're gonna arm him. They're gonna equip him and arm him, and see, they're gonna equip him with the very things that they're gonna start. They they're gonna start saying they want to take away from us, which are supposed assault rifles. 
And under that banner, you've got a ton of different things where they could you supposedly have to turn them in. Yeah, good luck with that. The cops taking position outside for one hour and not dealing with the threat. Come on. Um, yeah, it's... And then there was another report here. Was the Buffalo shooter groomed by the FBI to commit mass murder? I'm not even going to get into that. Don't have time. But there's a link to that report. Now, I'm going to give you... These are just some Bible verses. Biblical resistance to tyranny. Um, Bible verses regarding defending and protection of your family and the innocent and children. Now, I've, I've covered more of these before. I'm just going to give you a cliff note version. Uh, Psalm 82.1 says, God standeth in the congregation of the mighty. How long will ye judge unjustly and accept the persons of the wicked? Selah. Defend the poor and the fatherless. Do justice to the afflicted and needy. Deliver the poor and needy. Rid them out of the hand of the wicked. Mr. Police Officers. But, you know, if you're being told to stand down and you're all in on it, so... or whatever you just obey in orders i don't know the bible says defend the poor and fatherless deliver the poor need rid them out of the hand of the wicked how much more applicable could that be than in a situation like this proverbs 24 10 says if thou faint in the day of adversity thy strength is small next verse if thou forbear to deliver them meaning if you don't if you wait to deliver them like they were doing standing down if you, if you forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death which is what was going on if the official narrative is true and those that are ready to be slain well, let me just read the whole verse over again if thou forbear to deliver them that are drawn unto death and those that are ready to be slain couldn't it be more applicable than this particular example with this uvalade shooter if thou sayest behold we knew it not or Let's say, behold, we were given orders to stand down. Give me a break. Doth not he that pondereth the heart consider it? Meaning God. And he that keepeth thy soul, doth not he know it? And shall not he render to every man according to his works? I don't care what orders you were under. You know that's going on. You go in there. And you sure don't, I mean, you go in there and you don't expect the you, 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 on top of it, you're going to pepper spray and handcuff the parents that are trying to go in there so they can't do anything, so maximum carnage can occur? And again, that's setting the whole, well, nobody died aside thing. Okay, let's just set that aside. Unbelievable. Protection of our families is part of providing for our families. First Timothy 5.8. But if he, but if any provide, okay, what does the word provide mean? Okay, well, in order to most accurately define the words of the King James Bible in the English version, the most accurate representation of that would be the 18, uh, 1828 Noah Webster Dictionary. Okay, uh, because it's more, it's, it defines those words more in the time frame they were written. So the Noah's, the Noah Webster 1828 defines the word provide as to procure supplies or a means of defense or to take measures for counteracting or escaping evil. What would be a measure for counteracting evil in this particular case? You go in there and you kill the killer. You neutralize the MK Ultra mind control slave or 
demon-possessed maniac at bare minimum so that he can't kill any of the kids, the little kids, the little innocent kids. That's what you do. Okay. Bible's super clear on this. But if any provide, because so we just defined that provide can mean means of defense or counteracting evil. For his, for if any provide not for his own, meaning his own house, his own his wife, his children, and especially for those of his own house, he hath denied the faith and is worse than an infidel. That's how God sees it. You could say you're a Christian all day long, but actions speak louder than words. You know, a tree is known by his own fruit. I'm not talking about salvation by works, but good works should follow salvation. And this, these, this is wicked works. Standing down while little children are being massacred when they had, you know, one demon-possessed gunman because they might get shot. Just totally 100% incomprehensible. Meanwhile, a woman with a pistol stopped the mash, a woman with a pistol stopped the, stopped the mass shooting in Charles, Charleston, West Virginia around the same time. I wonder why the mainstream media, prostitute media didn't cover this story. And this has happened hundreds of times, but they don't cover these stories because it doesn't fit the narrative. It doesn't fit the satanic narrative of you've got to give up all your guns because Satan says so. I'm going to play this video from this local newscast from Charleston, West Virginia. And first at noon, we continue our coverage on a shooting that happened at a graduation birthday party last night at the Vista View apartment complex here in Charleston. Police say 30... Oh, I'm sorry. Year old Dennis Butler showed up with an AR-15 and started shooting. Now, what police say could have been a mass casualty event was stopped by a bystander. Eyewitness News reporter Ava Rash has been covering the latest developments for us all morning. And Ava, it sounds like that woman was in the right place at the right time. Lauren, you are exactly right. Police say that she was legally carrying a concealed pistol. She shot Butler multiple times, stopping him from shooting dozens of people, including children. Now, whenever this is a big black guy that had an AR-15 and she had a pistol, a uh, a woman that had a pistol and shot him multiple times and subdued it and, and stopped a mass. See, good guys with guns equals righteousness because they're going to use it in a righteous way and if that righteous way is to stop evil to counteract evil remember the word provide or a means of escape for others so maybe even to give them time to get out of there that is righteous that is defending those that are in a position that of weakness and that could even be men in there that don't have a gun in that particular instance, because she did. Spoke to police this morning. They told 
it mean? That he was approached early on in the night for speeding throughout that area near the party. Investigators say he then left, came back about 30 minutes later, parked in front of the 1300 complex, got into the back seat of his car where that AR-15 was, and began firing into the crowd. That woman took action, shot and killed Butler. Now, Lieutenant Tony Hazel says no one was injured and that this woman did the right thing. Oh, God bless her. God's work. He was firing into the crowd. In this, I mean, talk about somebody that needs to die. People that, that did nothing to him, he's just going to randomly fire into the crowd. This lady was carrying a lawful firearm, okay? A law-abiding citizen who stopped the threat of probably 20 to 30 people getting killed. 20 or 30. That is Lieutenant Tony Hazlitt of the Charleston Police Department. This is just one of the, dare I say, thousands and thousands of examples out there where a good person with a gun used it to stop a bad person with a gun or maybe they had a knife or maybe whatever guns in the hands of righteous people that are going to use them in a righteous way always will produce righteousness if they're going to use it in a righteous manner we're going to be looking at this a little bit more as well engaged the threat and stopped it she didn't run from the threat she engaged it. yes preventing a mass casualty here in charge she ran toward that which I'm telling you <laughs> run toward run toward it if you're if you're called of god if you're called a god to defend and i'm not so much talking to like say, telling a woman to whatever i'm just saying as a man my instinct is to run toward the evil whether i have a gun or not because you know what god's bigger than them bottom line He's bigger than them. I don't care what they've got. I really could care. It's it's irrelevant to me. Figure out what the solution looks like. You know, we're not Okay, sorry. I had it on pause and I did not realize I had it on pause. So I got to I got to back up here. And um Oh boy. Um, I don't know exactly what I just covered. I, what I think I missed is what is the largest standing army in the world? It's American hunters. In, at, in 2011, that was 12,700,000 men and arm, uh, men and women. I don't know if you could call, you can't call them all hunters though. But it just shows you in all of these charts the, the, um, unbelievable amount of gun owners in America compared to other militaries around the world I mean it doesn't even compare uh, as far as the, the amount of, of gun owners in America and and again this is why it's so important for the New World Order to take our guns away because it's it's definitely something that they've got to deal with Vice President and, and uh, High Witchcraft Priestess Camilla Harris calls for assault weapons ban, says they have no place in civil society. And let's go ahead and listen to this witch. And this obviously happened after the latest, this latest Uvalade school shooting. Because they always get up on their soapboxes. And again, it's always like hearing a morality lesson from Satan. 
you know here's somebody that that kills children and drinks their blood tortures them and annihilates them for fun because they all do that at that level giving me a morality lesson on what i should be doing so you know whatever she's saying you want to do the exact opposite on the issue of gun violence i will say as i've said countless times we are not sitting around waiting to figure out what the solution looks like you know we're not looking for a vaccine we know what the vaccine was never the solution i guess it was the solution though <laughs> the final solution <laughs> start killing people and maiming them and changing their genetics works on this it includes let's have an assault weapons ban you know what an assault weapon is you know how an assault weapon was designed although very very loosely loosely say what an assault weapon is they use the word assault weapon to, to make you think it's something you know like this unbelievable like a machine gun or something and it's not they're semi-automatic okay they're not machine but they, they would have you almost think that but that's all by design it was designed for a specific purpose to kill a lot of human beings you could say that about any gun you could say that about any knife if you wanted to if you had a big knife you could kill a lot of human beings you could kill a lot of human beings with a rock you could kill a lot of human beings with bombs and there's all kind of ways you can kill human beings but see if they can get their foot in the door and get these supposed assault weapons, the, the, the door it's open you, you, you're never going to stop and so they're going to just keep pushing and pushing and pushing until they can try to get this, get everybody to turn their guns in. An assault weapon is a weapon of war with no place, no place in a civil society. Coming from a Satanist, that means so much to me. They're coming for the guns. Get ready. I'm going to go ahead and play this clip here. Okay, so these are just a whole bunch of quotes from people. Some of them, since the Uvalade shooting, some of them are, are, are older. This is Biden's the first one. And um, just, again, a whole bunch of Luciferians up there giving us morality lessons. When in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby? When in God's name we do we all know in our gut there's a satanist luciferian child molesting pedivore again giving us a morality lesson and he's invoking the name of guys he is god satan though it's not the god of the bible be done now is the time like literally right now beto o'rourke what are we doing? Enough is enough. 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 Why are you here? I'm... These are all different Hollywood figureheads and politicians up there, again, giving us morality lessons. Every one of them are demon-possessed to the toenails at bare minimum. Incredibly sad, and it is very hard to think about this. Um... He's laughing. He literally started laughing, and then he then he acted like he was starting to cry. That's that's what a joke this is to them. They have a very hard time even keeping it together. 
If you get a chance, watch this. Watch this clip. It's it's beautiful. He's laughing, but he's acting. He's kind of trying to convince you that he's crying. We have to act. To nickel and dime this, I don't know if that's going to do it. I think that we need some really drastic action here. And don't tell me we can't have an impact on this carnage. Who will say on this network or any other network in the next few days, it's time to repeal the Second Amendment? Hmm. Or repeal you can't it. say so that. So that would be just turning in everything. Michael Moore, another, another demon-possessed vessel of Satan, giving us a morality lesson. Well, why not? Why not? Why are we there would be mass slaughter in America on a scale you could not even it'd be like Nazi Germany, Stalin, Pol Pot, all rolled into one. If we turn in the guns. On a level you could not even imagine. That's how big a deal this is. To live with this carnage. Why do we keep literal mind control slaves that they've triggered where they've had their own cops, Freemasonic cops, stand down? But we're to blame. Righteous gun owners, one of them just stopped a shooting in Charleston, West Virginia. We're to blame. They're not. They're just hoping that humanity's stupid enough to buy into all their garbage, and, and a lot of humanity is. I do believe there's been a um, an awakening regarding a lot of the things with the vaccines and things of this nature and how wicked and evil the, you know, I understand it's right-left paradigm, but the left is just overtly. Their agenda is just overt. And that's another reason why they really need to get the guns because they know that a lot of people have woken up. They've woken up a lot to the COVID things. They've, they've seen their friends die. They're seeing their friends dying. They're seeing the crippling effects of the COVID kill shot. They're untrusting of the government. And the more that awakening happens, the more control they're losing over the narrative and all the more reason for them to come for the guns because they're going to be getting desperate. This happened. Where in God's name is our backbone? <laughs> but I'm here on this floor to beg to literally get down on my hands and knees and beg uh, my you colleagues. little worm. You little worm. That was um, uh, Senator Chris Murphy, a Democrat out of Connecticut. Oh, isn't, isn't that wonderful? He's and beg my colleagues. If I could have gotten 51 votes in the Senate of the United States for an outright ban, picking up every one of them, Mr. and Mrs. America, turn them all in. I would have done it. Diane Feinstein, and that was like 20 years ago, she said that. We have to have the courage to take action. We have introduced an assault weapons ban. I'm talking about a ban on assault rifles. And understand the next... And it will never stop there. Ever. Now, granted, that is the main weapon they would have to worry about if they came for the guns. And this is why they want to get whatever they term as assault. And it's a very broad definition. That's why they would want to get them first. And then they would come for everything else. This is just the beginning. So, again, you give Satan an inch, he will take a mile. Between what makes for reasonable and sensible public policy... 
find a path forward here. Work with us to find a way to pass laws that make this less likely. Look, I support all gun control. Well, what would make it less likely is if the teachers were armed and there was security at the schools and the cops weren't told to stand down to create the ultimate kill zone. That's what would make it less likely. Arm the schools. Don't turn the schools into a gun-free zone where any MK Ultra mind control slave or mass murderer or lunatic could go in and kill unabatedly. Gun-free zones are where these always happen. Always. By design, on purpose. Because they know they're not going to have bullets fire in the other direction at you. So they can carry out whatever they're trying to carry out for Satan. Legislation. Not sensible gun control. We don't need the sensible stuff. We need the hardcore stuff that's going to protect ourselves and our children. Did you want a solution? Stop selling AR-15s in the state of Texas. Do you want a solution? Yes. Uh, I don't want you to have an AR-15 or an AK-47. Hell yes. That's Beto O'Rourke. We're going to take your AR-15, your AK-47. We're not going to allow it to be used against our fellow Americans anymore. I mean, and it's a wonder they haven't went for this already since Biden's been in office. You, you, but it's just there's so many people, and I think there's still enough praying Christians out there because ultimately that's what holds the hand back, hand, that holds the hand of evil back is the praying remnant. I don't want to put this on, oh, it's because people just have the guns. You take God out of the equation and, and they would have had the guns. It'll happen again next week. There is no way to stop. Yeah, they're probably just going to have one after another, after another, after another, if they can pull it off now. Between now and the elections, we're going to be looking at that more next week's mass murder now is the time to stop the next shooting you're going to take care of the gun problem with me it's time for those who obstruct or delay or block the common sense gun laws we need to let you know that we will not forget <laughs> i do have thoughts and prayers and those thoughts and prayers are to remove as many republicans as as many people who support this evil policy uh, this coming November. I'm tired of hearing people, all they have to offer is thoughts and prayers. It's not enough to simply have a, a catchy ad on a Monday and then only do it every Monday. We need to do this every day of the week and just really brainwash people into thinking about guns and about... I, I believe that's Eric Holder. He says we need to brainwash people. And I mean, um, you know, this is what their agenda is, and it's been that way for decades. A different way. It is time that we have bold actions and a bold agenda. Over 90% of the American people think we have to get assault weapons off the street, period. And we have to get buybacks and get them out of their basements. Everyone up here favors an assault weapon ban. Everyone up here favors. And this is a Democratic debate. I don't know if it's for president or what, but every single one of them favors that. And again, if, you know, an assault weapon ban, that's just, that's just the beginning. That is just the absolute bare minimum. Magazine limitations, which by the way, would have made a huge difference. We can ban the weapons of war. It's about ending the sales of assault weapons into our communities. Those weapons of war were designed to kill people as effectively and as efficiently as possible. They should belong on the battlefield and not in our communities. But I also believe that a lot of gun owners would agree that AK-47s belong in the hands of soldiers, not in the hands no, of... No, you're wrong about that. 
by the way, you can't own the following weapons, period. They cannot be sold anymore. Like, if you're going to take people's guns away, wait till you get elected, then take the guns away. <laughs> Don't tell them ahead of time. Which, by the way, that's, that's Joy what, Behar on The View. That's what people like me think you're going to do. Yeah, of course they are. Of course they are. That's exactly what they're going to do. If, if you give them that opportunity. So then I have some other little illustrations here. One of them says, and she has a picture of Obama laughing <clears throat> um, with all these guns stacked up, getting ready to be burned. And it says, in the last century, governments murdered over 260 million of their own citizens. But first, they had to confiscate their guns. It was always the linchpin. And then a picture of Hitler with a quote saying, to conquer a nation, first disarm its citizens. The next one says, the experts all agree. Hitler, Castro, Gaddafi, Stalin, Obama, Idi Amin, Mao Zedong, Pol Pot, Kim Jong-il II, and Pelosi, strict gun control works. They all agree. Strict gun control does work. And then you have this. Crime rates plummet after law required firearms for residents in Kennesaw, Georgia. Which is right, when I went to uh, chiropractic college, that was, uh, we actually played Kennesaw in uh, basketball, I believe. Uh, it was right near where I lived. 20, now this was in 2007. So I'm not sure exactly what it's, if this is still in effect now or whatever. But as of 2007, 25 years murder-free in Guntown, USA. Tree is known by its fruit. That sounds like pretty good fruit to me. Crime rate plummeted after law required firearms for residents. World Net Daily, as the nation, and this is April 19th, 2007, as the nation debates whether more guns or fewer can prevent tragedies like the Virginia Tech massacre, a notable anniversary passed last month in a Georgia town that witnessed a dramatic plunge in crime and violence after mandating residents to own firearms. In March of 1982, 25 years ago, a small town of Kennesaw, Georgia, responding to a handgun ban in Morton Grove, Illinois, unanimously passed an ordinance requiring each head of the household to own and maintain a gun. Oh, praise the Lord. Because I knew, because look at the fruit it produced. N not a murder in 25 years. See, guns in the hands of righteous people prevents murders and carnage and it may not totally prevent it but it's sure gonna <laughs> sure gonna knock it down i mean not a murder in 25 years wow now that is a dramatic requirement don't you think of course opponents of such drastic action predicted grave results 25 years ago what happened since then despite dire predictions of the wild west showdowns you're not gonna if you know every head of the household's got a gun even if you're insane you're gonna think twice about you know, kicking your neighbor's door in and killing everybody. Because you know there's a gun in there that's probably going to be firing bullets back the other way. Uh, since then, despite dire predictions of the Wild West showdown and increased violence and accidents, not a single resident has been involved in a fatal shooting as a victim, attacker, or a defender. <laughs> Unbelievable. I mean, Wow. Amen. Results speak for themselves. As of this one person quoted above said, 
Um, 60 million gun owners in America shot no one. Yeah, I just gave, I guess I gave you the, um, the statistics for just hunters. But it's saying here 60 million gun owners and that was a long time ago. Gun, here's another little infographic. It says guns don't kill people. Psychos kill people. Yeah. Then, excellent sermon. Uh, God and guns. And uh, let me just see if that link still works here. Yeah, it does. Um, okay, so there's that one. And then, these are just sermons you can listen to. The Biblical Doctrine of Self-Defense by John, Pastor John Weaver, one of my favorite preachers of all time. Uh, this is from 2008. There's both links, part one and part two. You can click on those. Or you can go to Sermon Audio and key it in. Biblical Doctrine of Self-Defense. Then another sermon, Know When to Draw Your Sword. A biblical man needs to know when to draw a sword to protect his family, his possessions, and himself. There's a link to that sermon. Then there's a link to mine. End Time Preparedness Prepper Mega Study Part 2. And the last half of it is Biblical Resistance to Tyranny. And then there's another link that says a Bible believer responds to John Piper's call for Christians to not be armed. I could do probably a three, four part teaching exposing that devil, John Piper. And he's calling for Christians to not be armed. Isn't it funny he's on the same side as Camilla Harris and Joe Biden and Obama and Idi Amin and Hitler and Pol Pot and Stalin? Huh. Isn't that weird? No red flags at all. Now, I'm going to switch gears a little bit because I'm going to be playing a little clip that's related to this subject next. But I always like to, uh, especially more and more, I, I like to really, um, I, I see Alex Jones and Mike Adams and, and those types moving in a very, very new age ultimately very evil direction very subtle very oh we're going to take everything back and we're going to prevail and god is on our side and we're going to do this now listen i'm for that but i don't see a lot of bible for it I don't, when I look at Revelation, the book of Daniel, 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2, Matthew 24, I see if it were possible they shall deceive the very elect. Mm, I see a lot of hard times coming. I see God always preserving a remnant as well. But. I believe what they're talking about is something different than what the Bible talks about. And Alex Jones has a lot of people that are either just flat out evil, possibly Luciferians, New Agers, Christ-hating people on there. Mike Adams does the same thing. And they have this amalgamation of what they believe Christianity is. This weird amalgamation of whatever they perceive it to be. And it's always, it always, when I see that, it's always like, it deviates from the Bible just 180 degrees so much of the time. And the Bible says, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, 
but the end thereof are the ways of death. And that he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. And that the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? That's why you have to stick to the word of God the King, in the King James Bible and go with that. And not your own opinions. A listener sent me this, but I added some on to it. Um, Alex Jones says that God came down as an avatar. He just said this this last week. I heard him say it too. And I give you the link where you can listen to it. Alex Jones says that God came down as an avatar in Jesus Christ. And InfoWars is now promoting the blasphemous New Ager zeitgeist promoting Jordan Maxwell, who says Jesus is Lucifer. I'm not, you can hear it right here. You will see this is yet one more reason to read the King James Bible. I'm going to get to that in a second. Anyone who knows anything about occultism, especially after reading the Genesis 6 uh, conspiracy by Gary Wayne. Now, this is my listener commenting. It's not the best theologically, but it's accurate on history of what the elites believe. Knows that avatars are precisely what the New World Order elites believe in. And Alex Jones has just said that God came down as an avatar in Jesus Christ. Well, what is the definition of avatar? Avatar is a concept in Hinduism that in Sanskrit literally means descent. It signifies the material appearance of, or incarnation of a deity on earth. This is not talking about the Bible, though. This is talking about a concept in Hinduism. And when these ascended masters come back, they're going to appear in this way. They're going to appear as these avatars. And here, I'll give you the link. You can listen to that. Just one more example of Jones' syncretism. Now, what does that mean? It's an amalgamation or an attempted amalgamation of different religions, cultures, or schools of thought. It's what I just said about Mike Adams and, and Alex Jones. They tend, to, they, t they tend to say, oh, that sounds good. I'm going to incorporate that into, into my new age, weird, what I think God is paradigm. The Bible's not really that important. I've read the Bible once and, you know, it's good. Yeah. It's the way they act. If they've even done that. If they've even read the right version. An amalgamation or attempted amalgamation of different religions, cultures, or schools of thought. Isn't that going to be kind of the definition of the one world religion under Antichrist? It's going to be an amalgamation of many, many different religions in the world with witchcraft as its backbone power source and then i just um the video that i'm going to be playing you it's not the 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 part that they talk about jordan maxwell um who you may or may not be familiar with he's been around for a long time he's he passed away this march march 23rd of this year that is one evil devil. Blasphemous on a level that it's hard to... Let, let's hear it for ourselves. They're promoting him now on Alex's. Maybe they've been promoting him for a long time. They probably have. He's got some big plan to... to where we're not going to go into global governance and that we're going to take back our governments and we're going to over... Now again, I listen to that and I think... Is that the way the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to present themselves? Are they going to come back saying, you know what? Yeah, this wicked cabal, they're just trying to shove all this stuff down your throat. 
they're just purely evil. They're trying to force vaccinate you and take away your guns and do all this stuff and destroy the economy and drive gas prices up and create food scarcity. But we're going to come back and we're going to fix all that. And we're going to have our human representatives on planet Earth that are the good guys like Trump, probably DeSantis, JFK, that, I don't know, the, the, the people in the vaccine truth movement that we've warned you about that have all these that are yoked up with all these new age concepts and new agers overt that are against the new world order but they're not christians and we're going to give you all this stuff we're going to give you cures to all the diseases we're going to give you these things called med beds and we're going to give you all this advanced technology and we're going to get rid of the wicked evil cabal and we're going to put you on a gold back precious metal back currency and that's how we're going to do it that very much lines up with what mike adams and, and alex jones are kind of talking a lot about the way that they're talking so I would just be very, very cautious, glean, but be very cautious of their, because they are not Christians by any stretch of the imagination. Now they're promoting this Jordan Maxwell who supposedly had this plan that he was going to implement. Sounds great. I mean, I'm not saying I'm against the actual plan where they're going to take back our governments on a local level. And listen, I know that that's part of uh, Pastor Tro Trojila's, you know, plan about the, um, lesser magistrates i get it i'm not i'm not saying i'm against it i'm saying be careful because there's a lot of new agers and evil people riding this wave as well and riding the coattails of this movement and i see this movement ending in a very bad place because christianity is not its underpinnings you cannot yoke up with all these devils and unbelievers and new agers the Bible says, be not an unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what righteousness have, for what communion have righteousness with unrighteousness? And Christ with Belial, or the devil, or a believer with an unbeliever. You're not supposed to yoke up with these people. And seemingly, the way that, and I've talked a lot about this lately, where you've got all these doctors that are that are any covid kill shot and they're against the medical establishment i've talked about this a ton lately and they're and they're yoke they're yoking themselves up together more and more and more all getting on the same page and they're yoking themselves with all these overt new agers that are just totally involved in witchcraft god doesn't call us to do battle that way it's almost like we've got to yoke up with amount of desperation because what other choice do we have? No, I'm not. I'm, I'm, I'm going to just do the right thing. I'm not going to yoke up with these new agers, these witches, these warlocks, whatever they are. I believe that's how the Antichrist and false prophet are going to come through. And will it be through this Gesera Nasera thing? I don't know. Will the UFO thing have a part in it? The whole disclosure movement with the Ascended Masters? I don't know, but I've sure talked about that scenario for a long, long time. I've been talking about it a ton in the last even two months. 
Go back and just listen to those teachings I've done. I'm trying to tie it all together. But this is just yet one more thing I'm seeing from Jones. He's calling, says Jesus Christ came down as an avatar. Well, just like what, the Ascended Masters that are getting ready to come down, they're going to come down as an avatar? Yeah. Oh, okay. And now they're promoting Jordan Maxwell? Jordan Maxwell says and said, because he's dead now and in hellfire, unless he repented on his deathbed or something, I don't know. He said, Jesus is Lucifer. That's what he promoted. Jesus is Lucifer. Don't believe me here. Hear it out of his own mouth. Here, here he is, interview. When you hear people talking about Lucifer, Christians are big about, about talking about Lucifer, the devil, Lucifer. I got news for you. The devil is not Lucifer. In the Bible, he's called Satan. There's a big difference between the two words. One is Lucifer and one is Satan. Lucifer is Jesus. Did you hear that? Lucifer is Jesus. He said. I thought you was part of your Well, that is. I mean, I've seen that T-shirt that you have. Lucifer is Jesus, but I. Also, I guess he wears a T-shirt that says Lucifer is Jesus. I'm going to show you how biblically illiterate and evil this guy is in a second. Jesus in the Bible is called Lucifer. No, he's not. You fork-tongued devil from the pit of hell. This is a I've never heard of he, he offers no real proof other than one Bible verse, which doesn't even say that at all in the King James. And he offers no proof beyond that. It's in the book of, of, book of uh, Revelation. In the 22nd chapter, 20, 2216, which is the very last chapter in the Bible. The very last chapter of the very last book of Revelation is the last book. The very last chapter is, is Revelation 22, 16, where Jesus said, I, Jesus, I am saying it. I am Lucifer. And again, may his tongue turn black and out, rot out of his maggot-infested head. You know how many people are in hell because of this guy and are going to go to hell because of this devil? Destroying the faith of people that evidently won't even, even take a cursory look at the scriptures. Not even a cursory look. Because it, it doesn't even remotely say what he says it's saying. Not even remotely. Yet evidently, because he's Mr. Big Authority Guy, demon possessed to the toenails, I'm supposed to believe whatever Satan says out of his mouth. You got a problem with that or what? Oh, I got a real problem with it, devil. Jesus said, I am saying, I am Lucifer. So, the, so today, Which, and again, it doesn't even remotely say that. I'm going to read the verse to you in a second. You want to talk about, oh, the devil is going to get you as Lucifer. Oh, yeah, you know? he, he's he's feeling it now. He's regretting every one of those words in Hellfire and so many other wicked, evil things he's taught over the years. I've warned my listeners about this guy for years. He is a wolf in sheep's clothing. Lucifer is Jesus, Arrowhead. <laughs> Go back and read the Bible. Read it. <laughs> I did, and you have it, obviously. Last thing, folks, in the Bible. Check it out. In, in, yeah, in, check it in, out. The book of Revelation yep. 22. And again, when you have a devil like this and you hear something like that, and you and let's say 
you're whatever, you're not a Christian, you say, oh, okay, uh, okay, it's just one more proof that Christianity's all a lie, I believe this devil, I'll, I'll hinge my salvation on some demon talking through a guy like this. Because that's basically what you're doing. 16, where Jesus said, I, Jesus, I am proclaiming, I am Lucifer. You lying devil. Lying, fork-tongued devil. How's hellfire working out for you, Jordan Maxwell? What does Revelation 22:16 actually say? It says, I, Jesus, have sent mine angel to testify unto you these things in the churches. I am the root and offspring of David and the bright and morning star. End of quote. Where does it say that he is Lucifer? in there i must have missed that that's the whole verse i just gave you and the verses around it don't have anything to about that the next verse says and the spirit and the bride say come and let them that heareth come and let them that is a thirst come and whosoever will let him take up that water of life freely and then it says for I and this this is really applicable to um jordan maxwell for i testify unto every man that hear the words of the prophecy of this book if any man shall add unto these things you add unto the bible god shall add unto him the plagues that are written in this book and if a man shall take away the words of the book of this prophecy god shall take away his part out of the book of life doesn't get much more serious than that and out of the holy city and from the things that are written in this book he that testified these things saith, surely I come quickly. Amen. Even so come Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. Amen. Did you hear anything in there about Jesus saying I am Lucifer? No. No, because he's hoping that you're just lazy. I'm not talking to my listeners. I'm saying people in general. He's hoping that his listeners are lazy enough just to take him at his devil word and not question anything from the great Jordan maxwell who is one of the biggest deceivers i know of and only god knows how many people ended up in hell and are going to end up in hell because of him i knew what i knew what I, see the thing is i knew what angle he was going at here as soon as i heard him say that he didn't clarify anything he didn't no he's just hoping you just accept him at his word Nowhere in Revelation 22:16 does it even remotely say that Jesus Christ says, I am Lucifer. He says, I am the bright and morning star. I am the root and offspring of David. That's all. Well, how is he saying this? How is he justifying it? In the alternative versions of the Bible the niv the living the american standard which were all translated from the revised text of 1881 translated by two high-level occultists named westcott and hort who held seances with darwin i mean literally they did they were occultists they were into witchcraft they were evil they translated the revised version of 1881 which was translated from two corrupt catholic manuscripts the sinaiticus and the vaticanus the Sinaiticus was literally found in a trash can at a creepy monastery, creepy Catholic monastery at the base of Mount Sinai. That's why they call it the Sinaiticus. 
was found in a trash can there. That was their one version they used to translate the revised version of 1881 to high-level occultists. And the other version was the Vaticanus. And that version, which was the oldest because nobody would even in the Catholic Church would use it because it was so bad and corrupt. That was why it was the oldest because nobody even wanted to touch it. But they say it's older, it's better. The revised version that they translated spawned almost all the other versions that we have to this day. And those other versions almost universally translate Isaiah 14, 12 in a different way that the King James does. Now I'll read you the King James and then I'll basically read you their, their version of it. Actually, I, I mean, just in order to be totally above board, I'll read you what the uh, one of the other versions says. Okay, so Isaiah 14, 12. How art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning how art thou cuts down to the ground which did ditch weak weaken the nations now this was when lucifer fell and became satan lucifer was his name before he fell when he fell he became satan maxwell will have you think that lucifer and satan were never even related lucifer's jesus he'll tell you because see he's read the new age bible versions he's read all the new age occult he he was into all of this occult esoteric stuff that devils like him get into that'll just lead you straight to hellfire that's what he was into that was what the type of information and lies that he propagated with his satanic ministry again but but if we look at Okay, well, how does Isaiah 14, 12 and Revelation 22, 16, what is that? What do they what do they have to do with one another? I mean, it says, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? What does that have to do with Revelation 22, 16, where it says, I am the root and offspring of David, the bright and morning star? You're right. What does it have to do with anything? Nothing. But if you go to another version, if you go to one of the New Age versions translated from the 1881 Westcott and Hort version which which was corrupt NIV has over 64,000 64,098 less words than a KJV almost 10% of the total text no big deal just 10% of the total text missing compared to a KJV no, no big deal you know um well yeah I'll read you what that says so here's where the problem gets started. And here's the premise upon which Jordan Maxwell was saying what he just said, even though he didn't clarify it at all. Now, when I first heard about this, I um, was given a tape. I was in the charismatic church movement. I was given a tape by a dear friend of mine named Linda. And it was this Gail Replinger tape. And she did a lot of really good research on the King James Bible. I do not agree where she went after that. She went full on pride. Pride entered in with that woman. Started attacking D.A. Waite, Pastor Waite, one of my dearest on the King. Uh, attacking him personally? Really? Pastor Waite, really? 
one of the nicest, kindest, most best examples of a Christian I've ever even known. I, I just, she went out of her mind. But up until that point, when she read, when she wrote that book, I believe she was very in a humbled state. I think after that, pride entered in. That book, New Age Bible Versions, is excellent. Excellent, excellent, excellent. There was a tape version. There was a book version. I had both. It was given to that in the Pentecostal church. And it was the thing that got me out of the Pentecostal church. Because once I got a hold of understanding that the King James Bible was actually the word of God, I thought things that were going on in the charismatic church that I was in, that I was just excusing before, all of a sudden, they were big deals to me. Because if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Well, what is our foundation as a Christian? What's the word of God? If your foundation is corrupt, don't expect your perception of Christianity to possibly be corrupt. I mean, we were doing all kinds of things in the charismatic church that were unbiblical. We were laying hands on everybody. Well, the Bible says lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partakers of his sin. Everybody was speaking in tongues at the same time. No Bible for that. The Bible says if you do that in church, one person is to speak in tongues and two to three are to interpret. The Bible also says everything should be done in decency and in order in the church of God. Well, that wasn't happening in the charismatic church. No charismatic church I've ever really been in, hardly. Were things being done in decency and in order? <laughs> I mean, it was pretty like a, the Wild West. So many things. And we were all reading different versions. Pastor go up there, he'd be reading his version. I'm trying to follow in mine and it says something totally different. Well, God is not the author of confusion. Do you think he wants us all having different Bible versions? I got the NIV. Well, I got the American Standard. Well, I got the Amplified. I got the Living. That, that builds pride too. You think, well, this is a better version than that one. I don't know. What does Isaiah 14, 12 say in the NIV? And in virtually all the other corrupted translations. How you have fallen from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn. You have been cast down to the earth, you who once laid low the nations. How are you fallen from heaven, morning star? Isaiah 14, 12. Well, this is, this is the very verse that when Gail Ripplinger started looking at this, one of her um, students came up to her and she says, is Isaiah 14, 12, she had, a, she had a, like an NIV or whatever, she went up to Gail and she said, is Isaiah 14, 12 talking about Lucifer or is it, or is it talking about um, Jesus? Because see, if you have an NIV reference Bible, it'll give you the reference to Revelation 22, 16 that we just read. Where Jesus is the bright and morning star. Clearly, they're talking about Jesus in Revelation 22, 16. But in the NIV, it says that, how are you falling from heaven, morning star, son of the dawn? Doesn't call him Lucifer there either. Takes that out conveniently. Don't you think that Satan would want you to be confused about this? 
And so that got Gail Riblinger looking at this very, very closely, and it started her on this multi-year thing, and she had this physical disability, which I believe was keeping her humble. And she did some amazing work on that book, New Age Bible Versions. I'd still highly recommend it. Excellent. Best thing I've seen done on, on this particular subject. Yeah, sure, that's super confusing. Super, super mega confusing. How are you falling from heaven? Morning starts under the dawn, and then you go to Revelation? And let's just do it in the NIV. So in the NIV, it says, I, Jesus, have sent my angel. And see, and again, if you have an NIV reference Bible, it'll it'll say, okay, Isaiah 14, 12, what's the reference? Well, the reference is Revelation 22, 16, which was the verse that Jordan Maxwell said, where he said, Jesus says, I'm Lucifer. Doesn't even say that in the NIV. But if you go to the preceding verse in Isaiah that we just talked about, yeah, you could get confused. You could start thinking that Jesus is Lucifer. I, Jesus, have sent my angel to give you this testimony for the churches. I am the root and offspring of David, the bright and morning star. That's the NIV. But it says he's the morning star in um, Isaiah 14, 12 in the NIV. You've fallen from heaven? Jesus fell from heaven? Well, but Revelation said it's Jesus. He said he's the morning star. God is not the author of confusion, okay? Yes, yet one more reason why I tell my listeners to read the King James Bible. And, and it's funny because <laughs> I know it says how they're fallen in both, both versions, but you have to imply that in the NIV because Lucifer, the, the word Lucifer is not even ever used in the NIV. I'm just using that as one version. In the KJV, it's only used one time and it's the verse I read you in Isaiah 14, 12, how they're fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. See how important it is to just, you leave one thing out, you add one thing, you change one word, and you're all messed up in the head thinking that, that Jesus is Lucifer. And that's what Jordan Maxwell was teaching. He also taught the zeitgeist about Jesus, that he was basically the sun god. And all the garbage that goes along with that one. Now, for that, I'm going to read you my, my teachings that I've done. Um, I'm just going to read you the table of contents. These are old teachings, October 28, 2007. Uh, Zeitgeist movie rebuttal to its attack on Jesus Christ, part one, two, and three. And this Zeitgeist was a backbone of Jordan Maxwell's New Age, Christ-hating, blasphemous philosophy that now evidently good old Alex Jones thinks it's fine to promote. Now, I'm not saying he's promoting everything but he promotes David Icke. He prom I mean, he's promoting totally Jordan Maxwell's theory. I mean, you know, there, there, there's no warnings or anything. There's no, oh, well, just don't, you know. No. The first 37 minutes of the Zeitgeist movie is one of the most ludicrous, damnable, unbiblical deceptions that Satan has ever concocted. I'm reading from my description of these teachings I did back in 2007. This movie takes some most mostly inaccurate easily refutable pagan history and tries to apply it to jesus christ 
Satan is the greatest counterfeiter, and now he is attempting to portray Jesus as just one more pagan deity that Catholicism repackaged into a pseudo into pseudo Christianity around 318 A.D. by the first Pope Constantine. The purpose of this article is to address the first theory out of four put forth in that movie that Jesus is a mythological amalgamation of various pagan gods and deities that were invented by the Egyptians, Catholics, and other cultures. The allegations concerning Jesus Christ in the Zeitgeist movie can be summarized as follows. That Jesus proclaimed in the Bible is not a real historical person, and in fact, he never even existed. Unbelievably asserting that Jesus Christ found in the pages of the New Testament Gospels is an invention of the biblical authors who painstakingly copied attributes of ancient pagan deities and created a new god to be worshipped. Further, the movie asserts that astrology is the foundation behind much of the writing in scripture. The end conclusion is that Christianity is a myth, just as all pagan religions that came before it, and therefore it is untrue. And again, this is what Jordan Maxwell teaches and many others all these blasphemous theories are thoroughly refuted in this teaching please see the and reference the free pdf on this webpage for rebuttal documentation then i had to do another teaching on this because there was a zeitgeist addendum movie so i had to do a two-part teaching on that and that was in 2008 I'll, i'm going to read you that too because this is very pertinent to now very pertinent to what I just talked about, Alex Jones and Mike Adams and how, you know, Mike Adams is interviewing like that freaky guy, that new ager dude. Ah, I forget his name. Well, David Icke kind of guys and the whole alien disclosure thing, yoking themselves up with that and all the, all the soon to be appearances of these ascended masters and Michael the Archangel that they're supposedly communicating with. Well, I view a lot of this zeitgeist stuff it's tying into that. Timing is everything. On September 29, 2008, the United States stock market crashed, falling 777 points. Just in time for the fallout, a worldwide financial collapse, the movie Zeitgeist Addendum was released. The film, right on cue, explains the obvious, how a flawed financial system failed and how it exploited the hard work, savings, and, and investments of many of those that lost their money to this system, it simultaneously heaps blame on free markets and religion while calling for a global shift in consciousness, which is what we're really seeing a lot now with the whole truth movement. We need to have a paradigm shift. We need to have a global shift in con consciousness. We need to kick out the old world order and bring in the new world order. We will become as gods. I really believe it all ties together. This new paradigm is, of course, an old paradigm. It's an open call for socialism. One need look no further than Karl Marx to see the parallels between zeitgeist addendum and socialism. Most of those who have been actively observing the global elite have like, likewise understood that a pre-planned financial crash has been in the works for some time. Nicolas Sarkozy, the president of the EU, at least at the time, says he wants a new global economic system to rise out of the ashes of this crash. Again, Old world order has to burn down, and out of the ashes of the old world order, like a phoenix rises, the new world order will come. Um, so, to rise out of the ashes of this crash, like the occultic phoenix, which in his own words is expressed as a new world order. Zeitgeist addendum seems to further the cause for this new world order, neo-socialist paradigm. It's no coincidence that just as the new world order 
beings implemented Marxist Marxism uh, thought in so-called free countries. Zeitgeist addendum shows up to incite the masses in a global call for Marxism. If one should prefer to save two hours and skip watching Zeitgeist Addendum, its proposals are clearly spelled out in a relatively unknown book entitled The Externalization of the Hierarchy, written by none other than high-level Luciferian Alice Bailey, that we've talked so much about lately. That the UN and World Goodwill and um, Devil Betraya, Share International's Lord Betraya promotes their readings, Alice Bailey, Madam H. Plebovatsky, high-level Luciferians that got all of their information downloaded through automatic writing from these supposed ascended masters. Guess what? If you if you just want to save two hours, just just read the book, Externalization of the Hierarchy, written by Alice Bailey. Because it's basically that book repackaged. Actually, Bailey claimed to have channeled an ascended master named Dejoal Cool, who again, I said he changed his name to uh, he he went on to found the um, that smooth, uh, kind of jazzified uh, pop rock band, not rock, but whatever, cool in the gang. Yeah, he's that same ascendant. Sorry, teasing a little humor there. Known as Dijual Cool, who penned the book through her. Yeah, through automatic writing. You see how all this ties together? I wasn't even planning on covering this zeitgeist thing today, but then I saw this thing about Jordan Maxwell on Alex Jones' site. I'm like, you're promoting that guy without giving any kind of warnings? And then now you're saying that Jesus Christ is 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 uh, came down as an avatar? Man, Alex, you really... Man, you really are... Um, you got no fear of God whatsoever, from what I can see. Okay, so I'm going to try to get this, this clip in, though. Again, this is from Alex Jones yesterday, emergency broadcast, WAPA, Washington Post reports, Biden is preparing plans for martial law. The reason I'm playing this, and you can say, well, you're just, you know, are warning about the guy, now you're going to play a clip from him. Well, I warned you, okay, so grain of salt, glean, but he was the only one up to this point that's covered this, and I do think this is something that should be mentioned because it really does seem like they're getting super mega desperate to kick something off here. And I'm just, I'm going to play about a seven-minute clip here regarding the subject. To wake people up now. I want to shift gears into this incredible stack. This is just amazing. And I'm going to move quickly through all of this. So I want to really ask listeners to just take notes and to go look this up for yourself because there's there's no way to overstate this okay and instead i'm going to move through quick and understate it because it's insane you got to go read the new york times and the washington post articles that are normalizing 164 days out from the election martial law internet takeovers total censorship at the next level saying that they believe that white supremacists are about to attack, there's about to be a civil war, the Russians are about to hit us with nukes. No, this is the globalist that stole an election with a total political realignment and, and landslide awakening against them, really thinking about trying some type of national crisis, power outage, uh, cyber attack they staged themselves, or things along those lines. We've seen all the pre-programming, but this is huge. Documents shed light on secret U.S. plans 
for apocalyptic scenarios dating back to 1950s preparations for nuclear war and revised since September 11th. The presidential directives are now are not shown to Congress. But we know from the laws they passed at 9-11 what is in what they won't show Congress, and that is suspension of Congress, gun confiscation, rationing of food, forced to work brigades, everything. Go look up those executive orders and actions after September 11th that were for the American people. It says any crisis, including economic, total suspension of all rights. And the Washington Post plays dumb uh, about that, but it's all on record. You know, this is the central issue that we've been covering for decades. Here's some of the other articles uh, that parallel that. Great article at gatewaypundit.com. Documents reveal secret U.S. plans for apocalyptic scenarios when president may activate wartime powers for national security emergencies. Now let's shift gears the emergency that even the Pope admits of all people. The West started with NATO starting the war. Kissinger turns 99. Declared enemy by Ukraine for urging, that, that's a quote, peace deal with Russia. Because they know Russia is winning the war. And stunning shift, Washington Post admits catastrophic conditions, collapsing morale on Ukraine frontline forces. Here's that Washington Post article, which we already knew was accurate. I don't just believe them. Are Russia's gains in East Ukraine turning the tide of the war? Ukraine volunteer fighters in the East feel abandoned. It goes on from there. And again, we have more major leaders waking up to what's happening and calling out the main source of the problems. Rick Scott proposes bill to stop WHO overreach. Pandemic treaty is a dangerous globalist overreach, says Senator Rick Scott of Florida. The WHO pandemic treaty is tied to a global digital passport and ID system officially now. Lockdowns save just 10,000 lives. We will be talking about that treaty if I can get to it a little bit later. Europe and the U.S. caused millions of suicides and death and tens of millions to starve to death. And it goes on from there. And now they're hyping up the monkeypox, that whole stage deal. All we will be talking about that as well. Programmed like we're idiots and don't know what is going on and what is unfolding in front of our faces. Now, the other news. The left calling for violence. Ethan Klein of the H3 podcast calls for violence and provoking the public to bomb the NRA conference in Houston. This isn't yelling fire in a theater. This is specifically saying somebody needs to bomb that. Right. And then mentally yeah. ill people. Could you imagine if, if there was a Christian broadcaster or even a conservative one online saying the same things going to say um let's go to some planned parenthood convention and bomb it or whatever can you imagine the howls and the screams from the left that would never die down but they can say this kind of stuff all day long can and could use that as the pretext to then attack the first <laughs> amendment the free speech exercise of the NRA. The governor of Texas canceled. Lee Greenwood canceled. Disgusting cowardice. Senator Cruz and Trump went. Good. This guy that made this quote about the bombing, they're showing pictures of him, and he just goes out of his way to make himself look like a slime bag on air. It's like he wants you to think that, I mean, just the way he dresses, the way he has his facial hair, the way that he just looks like a slob. He's just the quintessential essence of like a like a liberal 
playing video games in his mom's basement eating hot pockets you know that's basically what he looks like but he's he's evidently going to give us a morality lesson defended the second amendment here is ethan klein this is the guy yeah, there was a big protest outside the nra meeting which was good do we have any insight into what they're actually talking about there at the nra meeting that's today in texas i mean these people look like they just rolled out of bed they they, they just look like you know they're, they're on air and, and they're just, they just look like dirt bags. But I guess that's cool. Someone should bomb that building. Mm -hmm. What a loving liberal. The NRA convention, someone should bomb that building. Again, can you imagine if it was a conservative or a Christian saying that on air? No, there's no public outcry at all, though. Free speech, right? He's not just for censoring all of his competition or people that disagree with him. He supports banning us off the internet. No, now he wants people to bomb things. But it's mostly peaceful, right? Yeah. I covered this on Friday. If you want to watch the refeed of it, it's streaming on Infowars.com forward slash show and band video. But the police admit that the school district chief, who's already been elected to the city council, wasn't even really doing his job anymore, phoned it in and said, oh, it's probably just a hostage situation. Don't, don't go after him. Absolutely disgusting. We gave the police... The benefit of the doubt but this is what happens no matter how good your police are if you have bad leadership this is where you are and if you think the police are bad now wait till the left is able to successfully take them over speaking of people flipping out um anti-gun activist bet midler tells fellow gun grabbers to come armed nra convention protest i guess hoping violence gets yeah, bet midler come armed to the so there she's telling you go there armed provoke a uh, a firefight shootout because you're on the cause, you're you're for the cause of Satan, and Satan will prevail. Again, can you imagine if it was a conservative or a Christian doing that? They'd be in jail. And they're allowed to, but when the leftist says that, you know the intention. Now, here's Lori Lightfoot, the insane mayor of Chicago, that says she's allowed to get a haircut during a lockdown because she's important. I think it's more like he said he could get a haircut, and he should be Leroy Lightfoot. That's a I think it's a guy. I'm sorry. You, you don't know how many transgenders. I mean, look at Obama's Michael, who he called Michael many times in public when he slipped up. Michelle Obama. Come on. You're not. Talk about being tone deaf. Here she is going absolutely berserk after a reporter questions her about Chicago's rising crime rates. You issued a violent tweet, called arms, and since then we've had multiple instances of my so she issued it's fine for the mayor of chicago to instant uh, inst, uh, issue a violent tw tw tweet call to arms on the place that's like the murder capital of america chicago where they have like the strictest gun control so the only ones that have the guns are the criminals and the criminal cops now i'm not saying they're all criminal cops but probably a lot of them are very corrupt if the head is sick the whole body is going to be sick and Lori Lightfoot's the, the mayor. So um, she made this tweet and she's not backing down. Once in downtown Chicago, will you recall, rescind your violent tweet to uh, call to arms? No, let, yes him, let, no. Him, let, him, let him talk. The more will he talks, you, the more stupid he sounds. Will you rescind your call to arms tweet? in the light of the mass shooting in downtown Chicago. So, as stupid as you... Which, and and there, there's one every single day. 
I mean, it's like an absolute war zone and it's been that way for years. And yet she acts like she's above reproach that, that she, this, this idiot questioning her has no basis in reality. She's got so much, or he, I'm sorry, has so much blood on his hands, but he don't care. I think that may be. The call to arms, a call to action that I issued in the context of the Supreme Court's decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. Oh, so that's why she had the call to arms, because women have, they, if, if Roe versus Wade gets overturned and a woman doesn't have the, the total right to murder her own baby in the womb, that we should all, basically what she said, call to arms, we should all rise up, all the liberals, all the pro-death crowd, all the pro-abortion crowd should rise up evidently and go to war with the right because we can't kill our babies anymore. That's the premise. That's how sick and twisted this vessel of Satan from the pit of hell is. And basically turn back the clock 50 years time where women are not going to be able to be in control of their other bodies. No, you mean women aren't going to be able to con uh, in control of killing their own babies is what you mean. I will not. I will not stand down. I will not retreat. You do that shit. Yeah, tell me. You act like an animal. She respects you. Respect her. That is the last time. Bunch of authoritarians who are out of control. In close. So, I just want to play you some of that because um, it, it does cover some things that I wouldn't have uh, been able to get to. Uh, I'm totally over on time so i'm going to go ahead and close out part one and we'll go to part two next god bless you